What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. Hope you guys are doing well this evening. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me on the mic over there, Chris Stuber. And then behind the scenes, you can't see him. He's like a ghost, but you know he's there. The asset, James Gale. Boys, how are you guys this evening? Doing well, Rob. Hope everything's going well. James, hope you're doing well out there in California. It's a Thursday, going into a weekend, hopefully, all nice and peaceful. So we'll see what this brings this weekend, Rob. It's freaking Armageddon out in California. They got tornadoes and floods, and yeah. they're going to have mudslides soon. And the mountains pets' heads are going to be falling stuck. off. You know, it's I mean, be a it's ruckus. just nuts. Whales yeah. and dolphins dying on the East Coast. What the heck is going Cats on? Cats and dogs, best friends, everything's going on. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. So, well, and oh, like Fox Bull three thirty says in chat, Reese Hoskins look, look, Reese Hoskins looks like he tore his ACL today. I know. Oh, I, I, I know. I just heard before we went on the air. Yeah. Um, I was in a not such a happy mood, but you got to put the Disney face on and be brave. So. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a season-ending thing? Yes. Yeah. ACL. Yeah. He's and he's a free agent too going into next season. So this may be his last season with the Phillies. So we'll see. All right. Yeah, right. not a good news today. Okay, well, we hope to bring. But we have you a good show. A good yeah, show. we have a good show for you guys tonight. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've got some things to talk about and hobby happenings. As always, we've got a trio of box breaks, including the all-new Jersey Fusion, the all-new Sport Kings Volume Four from Sage, and Panini Origins NBA Basketball. Got a couple great video segments, including a hobby flashback to 1989. And part one of an interview with renowned artist Joe Johnson, conducted by Kelsey Schroyer for his regular hobby musings column that appears on GoGTS.net. And as always, we kick things off with our GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll, which is, Chris? It is, do you collect collegiate sports cards? of your favorite team, players, or pro prospects? Yes or no? And currently, Rob, with 75 votes, and there's only one hour left, so get on to the GoGTS live Twitter account and please vote for this poll. Currently, it's 54.7% as a no with 45.3% yes. Interesting question. Yes. Yeah, with the NCAA tournament here, Frozen 4, all that good stuff, I was thinking... You know, do people collect college cards? I mean, you might have a favorite team you collect, or you might right. have a favorite player, or yeah, or you might go, oh, I hope this guy, you know, this guy's being projected by Mel Kuyper at this spot. I know we have this pick. So if that's the case, do you wait until you get his NFL cards, mm-hmm. or do you? you know, go early. And there were some good responses. Uh, Chris Brown said, I try to, when I'm looking at collecting a player, especially NBA or NFL from draft day till the day they retire. Pam Keller said, I really like the Bowman university cards. Yep. That was a, definitely a nice addition this year. Mm-hmm. David may said, for some reason I don't, but in the future I might begin to. Sure. Ted Dastic said, if they release cards of Will Clark at Mississippi State, why would I not collect it with all the others? <laughs> uh, Royals uh, J06, uh, 06 rather, said, I collect Virginia Tech Hokie cards. Nice. Michael McManus is uh, my brother from another mother, apparently, because he collects Notre Dame players. Nice. I specifically focus more on Notre Dame football than anything else. I think I do have a Skylar Diggins nice. um, auto probably. Yeah. Yep. Um, Yaz fan 71 said, yes, I do. I have media guides, pocket schedules, and even autograph team schedule posters from college days. Uh, Vanderbilt, I see. And Joe Ranick said, I've been a big fan of Sage cards for years. I just think they're fun. And I really like the uh, Panini team boxes, those blaster boxes from around 2016. Yeah, see, unfortunately, Panini 
as part of the CLC license, mm-hmm. Notre Dame doesn't belong to that as an independent. Right. So they didn't have that license, but I would have been eating those up. Sure. <laughs> if, uh, if, if they had been available. Um, but given that, yeah, I mentioned, so I would have voted yes. And I did vote. Yes. Chris, what about you? No, but I did back in the day, probably early nineties when college basketball was what it was when you had guys like Shaquille O'Neal and Chris Weber and Anthony Hardaway. I used to collect those cards from classic back in the day. They had some really cool shots. If you remember the Shaquille O'Neal card from classic from 1992, fantastic shot of Shaq with the dunk. Also Chris Weber's classic from 93, another classic shot with him with a dunk with Michigan. Those were the years that I collected the collegiate cards, but anymore, I really don't. Um, I mostly concentrate on the pro cards. Um, That's just my preference personally. What about you, James? You got any collegiate cards in your collection? Yes, but I don't, I don't go out of my way to do it. It Okay. It's kind of player and school dependent. So it's um, not a huge part of my collection, but I do have a few. And I, and I voted yes, because I do have some and will continue to buy or look for college cards if the team player moment is something I want to collect. Do you gravitate toward a certain team or it just depends on the player? A little bit of both. Okay. So what is your, what is the one school that you're like kind of always keeping an eye on to see if you like anybody? Iowa. That's where Iowa. that's where my oh, okay. uh, family is from, and then I think okay. it's it, that's the team in Iowa. You don't have a pro team in Iowa. You got to root for either Iowa or Iowa State, and okay. uh, so yeah, that that's the one team I follow. And so when you said Iowa, you meant the Hawk, uh, the, the Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Gotcha. But there's others. I mean, it, it depends on you know who I'm watching. I mean, if if I if I'm out here in LA and I like a guy that's playing at UCLA, sure, I'll grab a few UCLA cards or USC cards. Okay, very cool. Well, like Chris alluded to, we'd like to see a larger sample size on this. I know it might not resonate with everybody, but I was just curious for those of you out there and already had several more people uh, weigh in. Not changing the odds all that much, but we'll check in with the poll question after our first video segment. Uh, But for now, um, as per usual, plenty of things to talk about, although it was started off very slow. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, we're going to have like one slide. Okay. But it picks Uh, up, Rob. You know that during the week. (laughs) Absolutely. Very quick. Let's take a look at uh, this week's news, notes, and nuggets from across the web in this hobby we all love in this week's hobby happenings. Well, what do you do when you're a young MLB prospect rehabbing from Tommy John surgery? Well, you chase the rainbow of your 2022 Tops Update rookie card, of course. Cubs pitcher Ethan Roberts found himself with a lot of time on his hands last year. So he spent it like any good collector would chasing PC cards, but Robert's quest put a whole other spin on PC. At this point, he's down to needing just four cards, missing Mm -hmm. only the one of one platinum and three printing printing plates. This week's hobby life article on sportingnews.com has more to this very cool story. So be sure to check it out. Really quick question on that, Rob. If you were the player, would Uh, you autograph those cards or would you keep them as is? I would keep them as is. Good answer. Like it. Timing is everything, as we'll detail for you in the Alton Insights. Failed flip of the week when it comes to the timing of rally shareholders' decision to sell their national treasures, Patrick Mahomes, Black RPA, in January of 2022. That pretty much nailed it. The car was officially exited for $350,000 in gross proceeds on January 31st, effectively right in line with the peak of the Mahomes card market. It was initially offered in March of 2021 for $300,000, delivering gross appreciation of 16.67%. That's a 7.5% net. 
But thank goodness they pulled the trigger because that exact card came to auction at PWCC last week, selling for just eighty-seven thousand dollars. Yes, eighty-seven thousand. In a little more than a year, that's a seventy-five percent loss. The ultra-modern patch market has certainly corrected itself in recent months, and fractional shareholders will be glad to have taken the bird in hand. Just 66% of shares voted to approve the offer. The other 34%, they may owe them a big thank you. What a loss. Wow. Um, Leaf continues to capitalize on the red-hot NIL market with its direct-to-consumer model. Yesterday, the company announced the release of cards for one of the most lucrative NIL valuations in all of sports. Fresh off a huge win to advance the Sweet 16, the Cavender Twins have a combined NIL valuation of $1.7 million, which ranks them sixth in the top 100. The single autograph versions of the duo's cards cost $39.99 and are print to order through March 31st. And the dual autographed version runs just $79.99, which could prove to be a real steal depending on how they fare as the Hurricanes advance in the tournament. That's incredible. Last year, we told you about a planned Netflix documentary series featuring Ken Golden. Now, the name of the show and first air date have been released. The first episode of King of Collectibles debuts April 28th. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, PSA announced that it has expanded its service offerings to now include the grading of the following types of cards. Metal Pokemon cards, which were released in just a handful of sets, but the most popular ones came from the 2021 Celebrations Ultra Premium Collection, which included metal reprints of the classic Charizard and Pikachu base set cards. Hmm. PSA initially halted the grading of these cards because the encapsulation process was causing some of the paint on the cards to chip off. But after reassessing the sealing process, adding protective mylar padding and expanding the inner design of the holder to accommodate these types of cards, PSA is once again green lighting metal Pokemon cards for grading. This move will allow many collectors to complete their cherished sets in PSA graded fashion. Another category collectors have been requesting for PSA to grade is sketch cards. However, the company had been hesitant to do so because there were many unlicensed examples surfacing that could not be verified as authentic. PSA discontinued the practice of grading them as a result. I blame that ACO company, A-E-C-O on eBay. However, as it stands now, if a major manufacturer such as Panini, Tops, Upper Deck, Cryptozoic, Rittenhouse, etc., has in fact released an artist sketch card and included it as part of a set checklist, PSA will grade it. Obviously, sketch cards are highly coveted, so the authentication of each one is incredibly important. Therefore, if the artist cannot be identified, PSA will not grade the card. Also, since catch cards also feature incredibly delicate surfaces, the protection that a PSA cardholder offers is a big plus for collectors, obviously. But perhaps the biggest new eligibility comes on the heels of last July's announcement when PSA changed its policy on grading star basketball cards Mm. by opening up submissions, specifically starting with the renowned 84-85 set, which, as we know, includes the first official trading cards of NBA Hall of Famers like Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, and Akeem Olajuwon. Well, now it is accepting the remaining balance of all-star sets that were released by the company between 1983 and 1986 for grading. Here's the backstory. Sometime in the early 90s, after originally accepting star cards, PSA ceased grading them due to issues surrounding the legitimacy of several cards that surfaced after the card manufacturer lost its license and started liquidating assets. 
However, after reviewing the star situation last year, PSA decided that enough information was now available to allow PSA personnel to properly examine and grade the cards. So this too will be a big boost for collectors who've been waiting for years to get yeah. those coveted star cards evaluated, authenticated, and graded. That's definitely a big one. No question about it. Uh, the Professional Tennis Players Association, PTPA, has partnered with Fanatics Collectibles to provide professional women's and men's tennis players the opportunity to be included in a broad-scale group trading card set program through the company's cornerstone brand, Tops. This is the first group licensing agreement in the history of professional tennis. Fanatics Collectibles has committed to creating an annual series of player trading cards for the next two decades. Men's and women's players who opt into the PTPA group licensing agreement will have the opportunity to participate in the deal. That's great because, yes. you know, players like Serena and Jovic and Nadal mm -hmm. and all that, they, you know, companies are going to come to them individually, but there's scores of other talented players that fly under the radar that could really benefit from that exposure. So that's pretty cool. No question. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> For the first time in more than 20 years, and this kind of blew me away, the configuration of the flagship Upper yeah. Deck series mm -hmm. will see a refresh that will include notable changes to make it more breaker friendly, yeah. to deliver an even more compelling collector experience. The long-standing hobby configuration of eight cards per pack, 24 packs per box will now be 12 cards per pack and 12 packs per box. Yeah. The reduction in total cards per box from 192 to 144 is being offset with the addition of several new parallels, including the first ever one of mm. one young gun card. That's awesome. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> awesome. Has there been one of one Connor McDavid young gun? Holy oh, cow. Oh, wow. Yes. And we just received the solicitation for 2023-24 Upper Deck Series 1 late this evening, and I'll be working on that in the morning. But uh, that product will see an increased number of inserts per pack as well and an expanded base set parallel lineup with three inserts uh, per hobby pack on average. Amongst these updates, uh, some key aspects will remain the same, including the coveted Young Guns card count at an average of six per box, as well as the UD Canvas cards at an average of four per box. Additionally, collectors will find a total of four new base parallels, uh, three of which are serial numbered. Look out for new Outburst Silver Deluxe, number mm -hmm. 250, Outburst Red, number to 25, and the aforementioned one of ones, which are called Outburst Gold. Mm -hmm. These changes will eventually be applied to the entire Upper Deck Series product line, which includes Upper Deck Series 1, 2, and Extended Series. Um, and Series 1 will continue to deliver ever-popular inserts, thank goodness, like Honor Roll and Dazzlers, while yeah. introducing additional brand-new insert sets to the Upper Deck flagship release. So stay tuned for more of this when we release the solicitation on tomorrow on GoGTS.net. That's exciting. Uh, there is no denying the growing popularity of Formula One in the collectible space. This was recently, recently evidenced as the circuit's reigning champion, Max Verstappen, saw his 2020 Topps Chrome Formula One Sapphire Edition. What's that word there, Rob? Padas par... Your guess is as good as nine. Pad um, paradasha. Pad paradasha. Pad paradasha. Okay, so it's a Sapphire Edition Pair Paradasha sell at PWCC Marketplace for an astonishing... $336,000. Graded by PSA as a mint nine, the one of one car became an item of major interest after Verstappen won the season opening Bob Rand Grand Prix earlier this month. The sale is the second highest on record for a Verstappen card, second only to the 2020 Topps Chrome Superfractor Auto, also a mint nine, reportedly sold for $534,000 in August of last year. That was only three months after a Lewis Hamilton one-of-one one Superfractor card 
became the most expensive F1 trading card of all time, selling for a whopping $900,000 by Golden. Incredible. Yeah. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. You got to make those parallels like really tough to pronounce. Yeah, they just couldn't call it pink something. They just couldn't call it Adasha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why do they got to get so fancy? Can I, I comment on some news? Yes, some absolutely. Sure. The fact that PSA is now grading sketch cards. That's pretty cool. Is, I I didn't know that, and I get I didn't read hobby happenings this week. So that was as you were reading it, that was news to me, and I just I'm so excited. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I think have, a lot of like, collectors are excited about the Star Edition as well. That's awesome. Star basketball. That's fantastic. Sure, but anybody that knows me, you'll see my <laughs> pin tweet. It's it's a thread of all my Watto sketch cards. I'm gonna Are you going to get them all graded? I'm going to get them all graded. PSA. Nice. Oh, nice. Do they, will they do drop-offs at Mint? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll get them in next James week. James is bringing it. There yeah, you nice. go. There How many Wados you got? Over 30. You got a lot of Wados? Over 30. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, they one are ones? accepting submissions yeah. online. Well, and I'm curious to see which ones are real and which ones are going to be fake. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. But they're all top, so I mean, we'll see. I wouldn't think any are fake. Well, here's the thing is because I have a – and I look up Star Wars sketches a lot on eBay, and I have a safe search for water sketches. And some (laughs) make their way through. i got to keep looking. But I see a lot of listings for blank sketch cards. Okay. And – I don't know where you get those, but they they look like you know the tops ones. They have like a back that you know uh-huh. is from the set yep. and whatever, but the front is just completely blank. Oh, so oh, okay. So some artists doing one on an authentic card, but may not have been part of the actual product release. Yes, and not part of the checklist, like it said in the in the news. Got it. Got it. Got Interesting. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tops has periodically done blank sketch cards as an insert in various products. Okay, I, they have. Yes. I didn't know that. Typically baseball. So I would think that there would be some mm. licensing disclaimer in fine print on the back. No disclaimer at all there, James? He's going I, hunting after the show. I well, guess. Go it. hunting during the show. I want to. <laughs> they're, not, they're not quickly uh, within distance so I, I can't grab them i'll have to do it after the show but uh but rob is yeah. right though they would have some sort of copyright on the card yeah and if it just says tops that doesn't do you any good it would no. if it have to say to know it would have to say mlb but because there's no one depicted on it they may not need to put the mlb but because it was in an MLB product doesn't have to james i want yeah. i want some closure to this wow. next week we're going to figure it out. We're going to go on a journey. Okay. It's going to be great. Cool. It's going to be fun. Cool. Sure. All right. I'm going to get my camera set up. And while I'm doing that, Chris, uh, tee sure. up some box breaks. You got it. So go out to the GoGTS Live Twitter account right now. And be sure to follow us. Always make sure to follow us because that's how you're going to get into this prize, potentially the win tonight. So uh, go out there. I'm going to tweet it right now. And... You can't miss it because it has a cool little video of a guy saying, boom, boom, shake the room, because that's what Firehands does anyway. So retweet the tweet that's up there at the top, and you'll have a chance to win some of these great prizes that we're going to pull tonight. We have some three great boxes tonight, and uh, Firehands is ready to go. Nice. Lots of good winners tonight. They're all really good prizes. Absolutely. Good stuff. Guys, remember to follow us if you're not following us as well. And then also retweet that tweet that's on the GoGTS Live Twitter account. Uh, Speaking of additional box breaks, I received two additional products from um, Panini today. But we're going to do something special. Panini Prism NFL Football and NBA Elite Basketball. As you know, we'll be attending the Mint Collective next week and um, almost all day Saturday we'll be streaming live. And at some point uh, we'll get 
couple promo tweets put out and let you know when we'll be doing a box break of that, of each of those at different times throughout the day. And uh, you might be able to win some of the hits from those boxes. So be sure to pay attention uh, to our social feed on Twitter next weekend. All right, that's going to do it for our box break segment. Again, thanks to Scott Prusha at Panini, Chris Stratton at Sage, and Matt at sportscards.com. Awesome. Very cool. Some great stuff. Fun, fun, fun. All right, well, we're going to flash back to 1989, (laughs) specifically to the 1989 Fleer baseball set. Yeah. Some of you are immediately having a card come to mind. (laughs) Let's see if you're right. Watch this and we'll come back and update the poll question. Believe it or not, it took over a century for a cuss word to appear on a baseball card. So people in the hobby know 1989 Fleer, Billy Ripken card has the worst word of all words, I guess, on the handle of his bat. So the story that's told the most often is Billy Ripken wanted to identify which bat he used in batting practice. So he wrote, and I'll just say FF on his bat handle. Well, he's taking batting practice one day. They're taking photos for cards that day, and he happens to be holding that bat, and it appears on the front of the card. So this became the FF error card is how it's best known. But the funny thing is, is that this isn't the most rare version of this card. The FF card has a population of about 14,719, meaning of the four major grading companies. That's how many of that version of the card have gone through. Currently, a gem mint version of that card goes for about $350. The second most common one is the black box card. So they put a black box over the phrase on his bat handle. There's just under 4,000 of those across the four grading companies, and it goes for about $75 for a gem mint. Number three is the black scribble. It looks like they took a pen and kind of tried to scribble over the word. This drops all the way down to only about 1,500 of these and the price about 225 for a gem mint. Now, the two ones that you jump way down and are much more rare, the whiteout version, which is more of like a white box over it, it only has a pop of 203 and right now an eight, the buy it now on eBay is about $1,000. And then even down further is the white scribble, some white scribble over the top of the word. That only has a pop of 141 across the four companies. And the buy it now price for an eight and a half on eBay is only $8.99. Sorry. Hey, yeah, we're, we're talking about those just cards. Talking, yeah. talking about it. Um, it's a great card, by the way. It is. (laughs) For obvious reasons, just because it's so unique. It's such a unique card. Uh, I thought you guys would enjoy that. All right. Updating our poll question. We've had several more people weigh in. Uh, Thanks for all those who have done so. If you haven't done so, there's still plenty of time left. I'm going to refresh this. Because a lot of times in Twitter, it doesn't tell you the hours and minutes. I know I had this ending at, I think, 10 o'clock tonight. So you got plenty of time left. But 51.8% saying no. 48.2% saying yes. So tightening up just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Little bit. And uh, Mikey Hoffman said, like this guy, <laughs> yep, C.J. Stroud on a Bowman University, numbered to just 50. Nice auto there. Patrick said college football is so popular, like collegiate cards are so underrating. Hmm. And let's see, Melanie Paul said, we have the Northwoods Baseball League here in St. Cloud, that college player's um, – is fun, fun to watch. Let's see. Uh, Heatwave 316 said Purdue and Lady Vols. Good stuff. So thank you for everyone who participated. Still plenty of time to weigh in on that. Uh, hey, Pam Keller, uh, if you're watching, uh, what do you think of uh, that Bowman University Chrome that Mike Yoffman showed off there? autograph of cj stroud number to just 50. let us know what you think in the chats all right um 
what are we doing? Oh yeah, hot in the shop. shop. Yeah. In addition to Jersey Fusion, Sage Sport Kings, and Panini Origins NBA, there are like what eight additional yeah, products releasing this crazy week. week. Yeah. Very busy week. So let's queue up what's hot in the shop. Online breakers. Yep. And uh, let's queue up what's hot in the shop. Hot at your favorite breakers and hot at online retailers this week in addition to the three products we already checked out. We'll kick it off with the gridiron in the form of the NFL gridiron to be specific. 2022 Panini Obsidian NFL football cards, which delivers four autos or memorabilia cards plus two parallels or inserts and a base card in every box. Obviously, Obsidian combined sleek black optichrome uh, technology with those classic electric etched parallels that provide a really stunning finish. Now, of the four autographs or memorabilia cards, look for patch autographs from the 2022 NFL rookie class. Find the electric etched jersey autos of the hottest rookies from the class as well. More rookie autograph memorabilia cards and rookie jersey ink including different parallels, max numbered to 99. Matrix Materials returns in 2022 with a star-studded checklist of just 16 players. And all new this year, Magmatic Signatures featuring a 25-player list of some of the NFL's best. One quick thing to point out of those parallels or inserts, there's a new Mojo parallel numbered to just five. That's an etched neon mojo and then a new orbital insert as well collect all those along with the 100 card base set which you can find detailed on gogts.net with checklists in pdf and excel formats next up we have 2022-23 panini prism english premier league soccer cards delivers one autograph card four base silver prisms five numbered base prisms, eight additional base prisms, and six insert cards in every box. The iconic prism returns to the Premier League for the 2022-23 season. This pairing of the uber-popular Optichrome printing technology and one of the world's best leagues is a collector's dream. 12 boxes, 12 packs, and 12 cards is the configuration. Uh, look for four different autograph sets in uh, Prism Premier League signatures, flashback autographs, club legend signatures, and the short printed dual autographs. Find a deep roster of signers from club legends to stars of today. Hobby exclusive ultra rare color blast is in this awesome product, which is like the unicorn. It's rare. It's magnificent. And I'll tell you what, it, it features the uh, 20 top players and standout collectors. I'm uh, sorry, players uh, from this awesome league epl uh, also find the new hobby exclusive ultra rare groovy baby yeah groovy takes a uh, page from the past in this new ultra rare insert it plays up to the uh 60s and 70s designs with the best footballers of today kaleidoscopic is another new insert fractal insert is another new one it's a big chase card uh, it has a 300 card base set of the popular players Checklist is on the gogts.net website. Check it out today. EPL Panini Prism. Another Prism product going from the pitch to the grit iron. Prism no huddle configuration. Now, unlike the hobby version, this is a little bit of a quicker rip, but still delivers lots of good stuff. You're getting 10 packs, nine cards per pack, delivering one autograph card, which is a rookie no huddle prism exclusive, four no huddle silver prisms, six numbered no huddle prisms, plus seven no huddle prism inserts, along with 18 rookies, including one rookie variation. Still build out a 300-card base set, lots of colorful parallels, all new inserts, and loaded with no-huddle exclusive content, as you can tell by the number of times that I've already said no-huddle. Hmm. <laughs> um, in addition, look for brand new this year, 
celebrating the 10 year anniversary of the iconic prism product look for flash uh, back prisms on the iconic and original 2020 2012 design including prism flashbacks prism silver mojo gold and black and stores this week nice not much on this copy here rob for the 2022 dunruss nfl football hobby factory sets that's what's up next is a great way to collect all the top veterans rookies and retired greats the hobby set includes 400 base cards and plus five bonus optic rated rookie preview hollows um the configuration of this is eight sets and 405 cards um that's all that is available on this but check it out this week the complete set of 2022 dunrus football factory set get it today and over to the diamond we go the tops 2022 gold label baseball cards one of the more premier higher end products from tops in terms of baseball you're going to get a framed on card autograph and multiple limited base card parallels in every box gold label baseball features base cards with three different levels of rarity to collect so creating quite a cool player chase on card framed autographs and gold nugget relics knowing the price of gold is going up that's a good mm -hmm. time seven packs five cards per pack and in addition to those gold frames look for parallels max number to 75 all the way down to 101 look for dual gold label autographs numbered to 10 with parallels in five and one of one golden greats framed autograph jumbo relics on card autos with jumbo sized game used relic pieces on a framed card number to 50 or less and then new frame gold prospects autograph cards on card autographs and genuine gold nuggets number to 10 or less nice. gold label relic cards Max numbered to 50 with parallels in five and one and the gold prospect relic cards more real gold nuggets of the most collectible MLB rookies and young stars numbered to 25 or less paralleling again to five or one for more details on the three tiered actually the base set is 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 kind of complex you have the base mm -hmm. version black parallel blue parallel purple red and gold but each one has three different tiers so for more information about that and to see the complete checklist visit gogts.net next up we have 2022 leaf metal draft baseball cards in addition to the hottest draft picks and prospects for the first time ever leaf metal draft brings collectors a multitude of hall of famers this year this year's production run has been slashed by 50 percent to ensure short supply and value as a result every card every card is numbered to 10 or less that's awesome there's two configurations hobby and jumbo hobby has 10 boxes and six autographed cards and the jumbo has eight boxes and 10 autographed cards um loaded with elite prospects top draft picks rookies stars and hall of famers find amazing theme sets like mystic lunarity enshrined gems fort knox thrills and more chase exclusive parallels peacock and giraffe only in hobby boxes zebra parallels only in jumbo boxes look for autographs from bobby witt adley rushman jackson churio ichiro drew jones Jackson Holiday, Tamar Johnson, Mariana Rivera, and many more. You also, in the jumbo boxes, you get the slabbed and unslabbed autograph cards. So you get five autograph cards in the jumbo, plus two autograph one of one unslabbed press proof, and autographed one of one slabbed press proof. That's awesome. Check out the checklist on the gogts.net website. It's loaded with all the prospects, and I absolutely love how Leaf incorporates the wildness, the exoticness, peacock, giraffe, zebra. It's awesome. Love it. Check it out this week. Nice. 
Next up, we have another box set for you. This time, uh, the 2022-23 Upper Deck NHL Stars Rookie Box set, a complete 25-card base set. Plus, new this year, find one base set parallel card in every box. Lucky collectors will score a rare autograph, black parallel or black autograph parallel card. Autographs fall one in uh, one per case. There's 20 sets in a case, so not ridiculous odds. And the autograph base set um, parallels, the black autos are one of ones. And then the base set parallels, which you get one of per box, numbered from 349.99, one of one. The checklist is available for this on the uh, main GTS website and also on gogts.net as well. And last but not least, 2021-22 Leaf Lumber Hockey Cards. I know Rob is excited about this one. It delivers four premium hits in every box. This classic brand returns to the rank for a new season of big hits and huge scores. The configuration is 10 boxes and four cards. And there's so much to unwrap in this treasure chest because... It has tremendous theme sets from some of the biggest names in NHL history. And some of the premium hits that you can get are game-used lumber, which have uh, autographs of, um, I should say, uh, memorabilia of Mario Lemieux and Gordie Howe. Complete Stick is another one. It's a single-player triple game-used piece, which has a stick, a blade, and tape. That's fantastic. Look for players like Mark Messier, Timu Solani, Nathan McKinnon, Blades of Glory, a single-player single jumbo stick blade. Look for Eric Lindros, Steve Yeiserman. Blades of Glory is another one. Fantastic is another one. Goalies Greats, Stick Rack. They have Stick Rack 2, 3, 4, 6. I mean, this thing goes on and on with all the different, different premium hits that you can get. You can check out the complete checklist on GoGTS.net. This thing is loaded, and as I mentioned, I know this is one of Rob's favorites, but it is absolutely an amazing product. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's going to do it for Hot in the Shop, a very scorching Hot in the Shop, if you will. All right, before we uh, throw it over to our Hobby Musings interview with artist Joe Johnson, I wanted to tell you guys about the Twitch subscriber exclusive box break we did Monday. Uh, for those that don't know, we try to reward our Twitch subscribers uh, with some exclusive content. And if you guys tuned in last week when we uh, broke a box of Flair, um, Flair Ultra Avengers, we pulled a one-of-one one sketch card. And out of our second box, we pulled Gil Martiamo. Mm autograph card artist autograph card so an artist auto in one box and a sketch in another plus chris i wanted you to see this yes we've got one of those awesome checkmate oh. night cards of oh. the hulk that's oh. pretty cool right <laughs> Can I touch uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were hiding that from me. You didn't even show me that card. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, and so we announced the winners of those on uh, Twitter on Monday. And so if you haven't done so, be sure to claim your prize. Look for the tweet on that. All right, as I mentioned, uh, Kelsey Schroyer had an opportunity to sit down with artist Joe Johnson. He's been doing a lot of work with Onyx Authenticated lately. You also know his work for some other places. Check this out. We're going to put Chris to work, pulling some winners of some scorching hits tonight, and we'll be back to close things out. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Hobby Musings. I'm Kelsey Schroyer, joined today by graphic designer Joe Johnson. Joe, thank you for joining us. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Joe, so we're about a quarter of the way through 2023. You already had a pretty busy year, though. What have you been up to? Um, oh, man, trying to get the whole Johnzo creative brand launched. It's been um, 
an eye opener on the other side of the card world where it's not just designing it, it's trying to find agents and players and try to make those connections. So it's uh, certainly a learning experience step by step, you know. Well, so you kind of got introduced to the hobby community in a way by the design work you were doing for Onyx, some really nice designs there. What inspired you to kind of branch out on your own and start your own company? Um, you know, me and Onyx had a great year. And at the end of the year, they were uh, going a different way. And, you know, I was like, you know, what do I do? You know, I fell in love with designing these things last year. And, you know, we were at the Mint, we were at the National and, yeah, uh, you know, meeting the 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 hobby community was was really nice, and I was like, I'm just gonna keep going. And so, you know, I know the NIL world is new, and I was like, not a whole lot of people are in that market, so let me see what I can do with it. So you kind of alluded to some of the challenges that go with making these cards. You know, having to deal now with agents with players, the additional fees. What has been the hardest part of kind of getting this off the ground? Um. I would probably say trying to make the connections with with the agents and, you know, obviously, you know, it costs money to play the game. So you're trying to, you know, spend your money wisely where you can and hope for the the best return on, you know, whoever you're you're speaking with, which kind of led to having the the Garnet Trust on the back of the latest uh, soccer card that we did for Gamecock Women's Soccer. Um, it was just a different idea. I was like, you know, in a true NIL space, you know, what if I could come up with a concept to where, you know, we could actually get the back of the card sponsored like you would see with a football poster or something like that. Like, is there a better ROI for the investors on the back of these trading cards? And um, the Garnet Trust were the first ones on board and so far so good. Um, they really like the cards. They saw them today for the first time in person. They saw the foils and um, they were super excited about the look of them. No, that's awesome. So. Aside from that, what are some of the designs and the athletes that you've done this for so far? Uh, so we did Trey Benson at Florida State. Uh, we did Tatum Bethune uh, down at FSU. That's fit with Baby and Lovett. Um, and then uh, talking to uh, SEC wide receiver right now. So hopefully sooner than later we can have a card to, to show that we've got another guy coming on. Overall, what has the feedback been to these cards so far? I've seen you post them a lot on your social media. Yeah, they're they're very positive. Um, you know, the college market is a lot different than the professional market. It's a different niche. So, yep. you know, I'm trying to get the the local fan bases involved. Um, you know, we've seen some some good feedback from the Florida State fan base, and you know, they've been supportive with their guys. They've been you know picking these cards up, and I think you know. We know in the hobby that as each season is starting, we kind of see a wave, right? Where, you know, kickoff starts, then you start to see it kind of come up. And that's where we are now with spring ball. Um, and that's why we're trying to lead into that. But, you know, I'm open to doing different sports, basketball, football, baseball. Like, I don't want to just be a one-stop shop for college football. Now, you talk about doing this with collegiate athletics. Do you think you could see yourself doing it with in the professional ranks as well? With, you know, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's certainly the goal um, is to, you know, continue to build up the collegiate side until we can get into the pro side um, because, you know, the, again, another market. And I really enjoyed what I did with Onyx last year and I would love to continue that. And, uh, you know, the discovery of these foils and things like that just, they just lead to better cards. So, you know, it's, you always try to be better and keep learning and keep building. One of the, Thanks, Kelsey Schroyer, first and foremost. Um, and you can watch the second part of that interview. It's shy of 10 minutes in total. So the second part uh, you can watch when the whole post uh, is published next week on GoGTS.net. Uh, did want to update the poll question uh, one more time real quick. Uh, 119 votes, so a uh, much bigger sample size than when we originally started off. So thank you, everybody. But the gap is widened. 53.8 yeah. no, 46.2 yes. Uh, about 49 minutes left to vote. All right, Chris, we have uh, seven yes. great winners tonight. Fantastic winners, Rob. Uh, great job by Firehands pulling these. I mean, at this point, are we surprised that he's pulling this kind of fire? The man does it every week. 
So again, this is the time of the night that you guys are all looking forward to, other than the pronunciations that we have once in a while. But to claim your prize, please email the show, GoGTSLive at GoGTS.net. Include your full name, your Twitter handle, your mailing address, and of course, what you won. And also, from this evening and moving forward, please make sure that you're following us on our Twitter account, GoGTSLive. Please do that. It's the only way to win because the program yes. automatically spits out people that retweet but aren't following. So you got to do that. Yep. Yep. So if you ever want to have a chance to win, make sure you're following us because fire hands always pulls the heat. So we're going to start with 2023 Jersey fusion, all sports trading cards. And we had two bangers. I mean, yeah, you know what? Bangers. They were bangers. And, and I want to, I think I want to wait till the end portion of things. And then we'll be streaming live all day Saturday. And who knows, depending on what time we've got flights, we might do something like a quick wrap up on Sunday morning. Uh, so uh, we'll let you know about that on social as well. So plenty of stuff coming your way on the GoGTS Live Twitter account and um, more streaming next week, along with two box break segments on Saturday. NBA Elite and Prism NFL. All right. Thanks, James Gale, behind the scenes. Thank you, Chris Stuber, my faithful co-pilot, and to our manufacturing partners, sportscards.com, Sage, and Panini for providing some awesome boxes. That's it. You guys have a great weekend, but you know what to be doing until we return again. Always be collecting. Have a great weekend. We'll see you at Mint Collective next week.